Welcome to Travel First with Alex First. People from all over the world come to Porto to try a very special treat at a patisserie called the Estate of Paso, which began its existence when a dairy a couple of hundred kilometres away decided to open that very place nearly a century ago. That treat is a chocolate eclair, and the key is the freshness of the milk from farm to plate. To this day, the Estate of Paso continues to use the traditional artisan method, to create products such as cream, butter, and something called chow, the creamy paste used to fill the delicious eclairs. The Lello Bookshop in Porto is the place that inspired J.K. Rowling, who lived in Porto between 1991 and 93, to create the mega-successful Harry Potter series. With a double-story, eclectic, neo-Gothic look, and 60,000 books on its shelves, it was founded on the 13th of January 1906 by brothers Jose and Antonio Lello, whose mission was to improve and educate society. Today visitors flock to see their legacy, which is carried on by a grandson and a wealthy private investor. Entry is €4, Euros, but for that you receive a discount off any book purchases. A restoration program costing €2 million Euros has just been completed, and the bookshop is a glorious place to behold. Last year, one and a quarter million people visited, and it sold 300,000 books. One little secret concerns lottery tickets that are hidden away beneath one of the shelves. The story behind that concerns a Frenchman by the name of Ernest Chardron, who won the lottery in 1869, and with part of his take, opened a bookshop and became a publisher. After he died, the Lello brothers bought all of Chardron's books and the contracts that he'd written with authors. Upon hearing that story, Lello workers banded together and decided to glue a few lottery tickets under a shelf, hoping to enjoy the same good fortune that Ernest Chardron had had. Two beautiful churches stand side by side in Porto. If you're facing them, on the left is the Carmelite Church, built in the 17th century, that was populated by the Carmelite Order of Nuns. Next to it is the Carmel Church, constructed in the following century. Their interiors feature Baroque and Rococo styles. The two churches are separated by the world's narrowest house, a house which is no more than one metre in width, it was inhabited until the 1980s. The reason for positioning a house between the two religious edifices was to make sure there was no communication between the nuns of the Carmelite Church and those people that frequented the Carmel Church, along with an unwritten law stating that no two churches should share a common wall. Lunch was at a healthy Porto eatery named the Negra Cafe, which only opened in July 2017, focuses upon dishing up hearty portions of food, sandwiches and salads, that not only look great when served up, but are delicious tasting. A quirky feature is the thick wooden tabletops that sit atop old sewing machines. Porto's Romanesque cathedral dates back to the 12th century and is one of the city's oldest historic and architectural landmarks. Its stunning silver altar was saved from pillaging by being disguised with a painted plaster facade. 
The entry point to Porto train station is awe-inspiring, a true work of art featuring 20,000 magnificent blue and white and full-colour Portuguese tiles dating back to 1896. The station is all the more remarkable because it was created by a student as part of his final assignment while studying architecture in Paris. His name is Marcus de Silva. He was later recognised for his influence on the development of Art Deco and Art Nouveau. The tiles are the handiwork of George Colasso, one of the greatest European tile artists. Apart from being a major pedestrian thoroughfare, many visitors make an effort to see the station for its grandeur. It makes for a wonderful panoramic photograph. Saravs is a cultural institution located in Porto and one of the most important in the country. It includes a modern art museum, a park and a villa. Examples of contemporary architecture, modernism and art deco. It cross-pollinates art, architecture and landscape. The museum designed by Portuguese architect Alvero Cesar Vieira is the most visited in Portugal and one of the most relevant in Europe's contemporary art circuit. The House of Music began its existence as an international architectural competition in 1998 with a stunning acoustically preeminent 1,238-seat concert hall in shoebox shape as its centrepiece, Dutch architect Rem Koolhaas was given the nod. The project was started in 1999 and finished six years later. It features 17-metre high glass walls, front and back, curved to spread sound equally brushed aluminium floors and Nordic pine walls with comfortable seats that have a forward slide mechanism for extra room. The House of Music boasts four resident orchestras. An easy 15-minute drive from Porto is the city of Martuzinhos, the location of Porto Harbour where the large cruise ships arrive. It's also home to some of the finest seafood restaurants in the world. Amongst them is the 80-seat Ush Luziadesh, named after a famous book about Portuguese discoveries from the Renaissance. It serves many, many varieties of fresh, delectable seafood and was started by a 21-year-old who worked in his father's seafood restaurant on the same street before opening his own place. That was 25 years ago, and today Ush Luziadesh has rightly built an enviable reputation for culinary excellence. An afternoon in Gaia, a day in the Juro Valley, and another in Porto, was only enough to whet my appetite for further exploration of a place of culture, fine food, wine and exemplary hospitality. To find out more about Porto and Northern Portugal, just go to visitportoandnorth.travel. That's visitportoandnorth.travel. You've been listening to Travel First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.